Hold on, I did all that work. There we go. Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Andy coming to you live from Orange County, California. And we were on a little bit of a break, and now we're back. back. So, uh, and we want you to go to resurrectministry.com. Check it out. That's the site where Hedia's ministry started um, and has led many a Muslim to Christian faith. God willing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of our content is there. Our devotionals there. The YouTube videos are there. Uh, my articles in the Christian Post are there. So find it all. That find way, it all. We don't have to put it all down there in the in the in the chat. Exactly. You just need to go to Resurrect Ministry right there, and you will find everything that it is mostly that we talk about. Um. Oh my gosh, I was going to mention. Um, I forgot. I had it on the tip of my tongue. I was over there. I I had to run off because I had the name switched. I was Hedia and she was Andy. And now <laughs> I've lost what I was going to talk about. It had to do with Pastor Jack. No, Pastor. Um, oh my gosh. I forget. I can't remember. It'll come to you. Oh, no, no, no. Our, um, our small group that you had me go to the other day. Oh, you want to talk about that first? Yes. Uh, I okay. thought it was interesting. It, it's. Um, you know, we went to, uh, whenever you guys, I'm sure that you've gone to new Bible studies and you've, you surely have um, had to, you know, go to new groups of people where you're not quite sure, you know, who they are. Yeah. Um, I know many of these people are friends, your blend of friends and other planted church in regard to friends churches there. And I, I knew they were going to be cool people, um, but you just never know what kind of vibe. Sure. You're going to get when you get there. And when we went to your friend's house, Mariama. 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 Yes. <laughs> that was, again, one of those times where I go, oh, gosh, I'm not sure if I you know what we're going to get. And sometimes when you're meeting people, when you first get in there, you're going, oh, these people are just they're slightly different. <laughs> and then they turn out to be amazing. <laughs> um, and the same thing with the, our friends that we met over there. I, I'm oh, very I'm thankful glad. that I went there, but it started off with a little bit like, well, this is unusual, you know, because it was in a warehouse and that kind of yeah. stuff. And so the reason for me bringing it up and the reason I want to bring it up is that I, I want you not to ever be uh, one of those uh, people that don't go just because it's something new or different and you're, you're scared or you're worried and you think, um, I don't want to go because, you know, I don't know anybody there. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to know anybody there. It turned out I didn't know one guy there. Um, but um, I've it's been always very... amazing. I'm always, I'm always disappointed in myself that I had reluctancy. And in the end, it was the best thing that I could have done. That, that's my point. I'm that's sorry. Awesome. It was a long ways to get there, but that was my point. So, I have rarely been anywhere in the city that you don't know people. I, well, I lived here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was really cool. And so I just want to make sure that people uh, don't hesitate to do something new, especially when it's related to uh, your faith that uh, we're going to be doing something on Saturday. We're going to be going on a yes. faith walk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. At the Pomona um, Planned Parenthood. We're going with Love Life Conference to uh, pray for those folks and to hopefully help some women find alternatives to getting an abortion. Yep. Yeah. yeah choosing absolutely. a different path. I'm glad this message came up. Fatina uh, Vasquez says she went to your site earlier and it was glitching. Yeah. So, Fatini, we have <laughs> inundated with traffic to the website. And so my IT guys wanted to make sure everything was functioning. And in that process, they broke it. 
but it's back. <laughs> it's back up now and everything is uh is a-okay so yeah. please go back and check yeah go check it out <laughs> it should be all back up and running. yes um thank you for joining us yes well the traffic is because uh, jack uh pastor jack kibbs over at calvary chapel of chino hills um launched his new podcast and the very first interview is you and so Such he, an honor. he took the time yesterday before the message of uh, Wednesday night church to talk about it, talk about you. Yes. And uh, it caused a, caused a rush. Caused the a rush. Which is pretty awesome. Uh, oh, <laughs> Jan says, uh, wow, Pastor Jack spent the first five minutes talking about Hedia last night's service. That was so awesome. I was... I was so upset I wasn't there, but Andy had a good point. He's like, you know, he probably wouldn't have gone on like that if you were sitting right in front of him because once before he just called me up to the mic and had me say a couple words. And so it was kind of nice. Um, I, it was just surreal. It was surreal, like sitting in me. We had this big screen TV in the living room and listening to him talk about me. I was like, oh, oh my God. So quite an honor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that if you would have been there, it would have it, it would have only caused him to ask you about your website to refer people to. Yeah. And like you did it, last time. It, yeah. It wouldn't have been as much. Um, it just gave him more to talk about by now because he said she usually sits right here and yeah, went into a whole long thing. It was so, so cute. And I love the analogy to Lazarus because interestingly, ah, <laughs> uh, he is my pastor because he spiritually is like, it's just amazing because my favorite, favorite worship song of all time is how uh, the one that talks about, he called my name and I ran out of that grave. And so when he made that analogy, I was like, yes, that's me, Lazarus. Yeah, last night he said he wanted to do another interview, a part two. Yes. Uh, and it feels like you could probably do a part three or four. Um, so, yeah, that would be awesome. So it was a really good night last night. And, I'm, and I'm, I convinced myself at least that it was best that you weren't there. Okay. <laughs> That's our, that's what we're, we're going to stick with that. Yes. All right. Let's get today's devotional from Smith Wigglesworth uh, for March 24th. And it is entitled Be on Guard. The reference is 2 Thessalonians 3 3. But the Lord is faithful, who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. Amen. That is awesome. Uh, the scripture reading for today is uh, 2 Thessalonians 2. Smith says, there are the last day, these are the last days, the days of the falling away. These are days when Satan is having a great deal of power. But we must keep in mind that Satan has no power except as he is allowed. It is a great thing to know that God is loosing you from the world, loosing you from a thousand things. Mm -hmm. You must seek to have the mind of God in all things. If you don't, you will stop his working. The striking thing about Moses is that it took him 40 years to learn human wisdom, 40 years to know his helplessness, and 40 years to live in the power of God. It took him 120 years to teach that man. Oh God. And sometimes it seems to me that it will take that many years to bring us to the place where we can discern the voice of God, the leadings of God, and all his will concerning us. I see that all revelation, all illumination, everything that God had in Christ was to be brought forth into perfect light so that we might be able to live the same way, produce the same things, and in every activity, be children of God with power. It must be so. We must not limit the Holy One. We must clearly see that God brought us forth to make us supernatural, 
so that we might be changed all the time along the lines of the supernatural. He wants us every day to live in the spirit so that all of the revelations of God are just like a canvas thrown before our eyes on which we see clearly step by step all the divine will of God. Wow. Can you imagine? Mm. That's so amazing. Having it laid out in front of your eyes like a tapestry. Yep. Thought for today, we will never know the mind of God until we learn to know the voice of God. Makes sense. Hmm. He's going to speak his mind. Wow. I read that the first time and did not, did not take it in. <laughs> mind taken in. We never will. We will never know the mind of God until we learn to know the voice of God. That makes so much sense. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that 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 uh, that says it all. Absolutely. I, I, I didn't hear God's voice for 25, 30 years as a Christian. Wow. It's because of me, not because of him. <laughs> he was speaking. I'm just wasn't listening. I wasn't listening. I hadn't met him. I, I thought his voice sounded like my voice. Uh, I, was, I was so wrong. I go, oh, yeah, I hear you, God. Yeah, go, I got this. Go, I go buy that convertible BMW, which I did. <laughs> and I had a big old gigantic truck, a big old gigantic four-door pickup truck at the same time. And I bought a trailer. Huh. It, it wasn't God that told me to do yeah, that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Toys. Toys. No. Who was it? Oh, uh, a friend of ours at church was like, yeah, I bought, bought a big, boat. I bought a big boat and business just sunk. And I was like, oh, wow. I wonder if you took that as a sign. That's scary. All right. So what hits you uh, when you listen to this, the words of Smith in this devotion? Well, first of all, 2 Thessalonians 2 is a hugely important passage of scripture. It talks about the great falling away and what happens and what to expect, the great deception of the Antichrist. And it, very, very, very important passage of scripture, a very hotly contested interpretation of a passage of scripture as well. So... I find it interesting that he used that passage, but it calls to mind, I'm in a Bible study right now with a bunch of very mature Christian women who are far more knowledgeable about the Bible than I. And I find, so we're going through Ezekiel, not an easy um, book of the Bible. And what I've been meditating on going through the study and reading right now, we're in 35, chapter 35, 36, going into 37, 38. Very, very exciting. But what I'm coming to terms with is that God is outside of time. That's easy to understand. But he speaks in time, about time in the Bible. And it's some dates and timing is very, very important to him. But his timetable isn't the same as ours. So in other words, when he says, I will bring you back into the land of Israel. And he says this many times in Jeremiah and Isaiah and Ezekiel. As humans, it's very hard. And this goes back to what he says about knowing the mind of God. It's very hard to understand. Wait, did that happen? So with the reestablishment of the state of Israel, does that mean they've regathered? Wait, but they didn't come back in faith. And they're not all believers. So is this the regathering? And there's all of these interpretations about God's time. And a lot of people get very hot and same with two Thessalonians too. People are like that hasn't happened. That's not going to happen. There's going to be a rapture first. Like there's all of these interpretations about the scripture because there's a certain amount of mystery in the scripture. Some of the things in scripture is extremely concrete. There is the black letter law, as we say in law school uh, of scripture. And then there's the great mystery. 
Remember, as Pastor Mark Driscoll says, there's the mystery box and some things we just have to put in the mystery box. <laughs> uh, so I, that's what I think about when I think about this passage of scripture and him saying, learn to hear the voice. Because another thing I think about is uh, Alejandra and I were we're going over what do you want to talk about for the next show? And we were like, should we talk about Ukraine? And I was like, this reminds me of the QAnon stuff. Like, I, I don't want to talk about Ukraine because it's almost like a rabbit hole. It is so deceptive. It is so complicated. Killing of innocent people is, is, not, is not complicated. You should never do that in any circumstance. We pray for no loss of life of innocent civilians to ever happen, to, uh, even to soldiers. We don't, we don't want people dying, period. But who is the righteous party? Who is the right party? Who's doing what for what motives? It is extremely muddled. Mm -hmm. And so this takes me back also to that thought of how important it is to hear the voice of God, to know the mind of God, to be like, daughter, leave that subject. That's mm -hmm. not, that's not your wheelhouse. Move over this way, you know, and and being able to understand that you don't necessarily understand the whys, but as long as you can hear his voice, then you know what his will is for you in that particular situation, whatever it may be. Right. You know, on that, on that point is one thing that I've learned over the last couple of years, especially is, is served me well. And that is not to speak publicly sometimes about many things that we hear of at, at the moment they happen. And to wait yes because at some point it'll we learn that in law enforcement it'll shake itself out just a little bit you're like yeah especially like, when, it, mm. when it seems so not clear well because our tv also right now our media is like wag the dog you know where it's just mm. kind of was it wag the dog was that the name yeah. of the movie yeah. where like things are spun to get a certain reaction and so you don't know what's being spun for what reaction mm -hmm. uh so yeah so there's there's a lot of these little, um, this the turmoil that's going on in the country and the wars and rumors of wars and the and the the rise of the spirit of the antichrist is going to lead to this great deception, and that spirit is already on the earth, and so it's just important to keep our eyes on Jesus. This reminds me of uh, something that Pastor Jack has been talking about, and I'm sure the other pastors too, but I just remember him saying it the other, I think it was on Sunday. Um, that not only in this message today, this devotional today, there's a learn God's voice so that you can trust that it's him. And it's the same thing when you can't hear his voice, that there's the other alternative is reading the book, the manual, <laughs> the, the, where all the answers are. Where he where, speaks. Where he speaks. <laughs> and... Um, I, I had this saying that came to my attention the other day, and it, it, it's so true. Uh, Voltaire is the, um, the man who said it, and it says, those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. Mm, deep. And to avoid that is that quite often, if something sounds absurd, it probably is. But when people like, when I was at the school board meeting last night listening to the people talk about certain subject matter. And, and some of it has to do obviously with racism, that this, this country's systemically racist, it drives me crazy. Um, and then, then, and this is the absurdity, this is that a couple of school board members 
and the district is is his name is um, well his name is El Salser, but yeah. it starts with doctor. So you have a guy who has a doctor in his title. You got two school board members who had to look up the meaning of systemic. Hmm. You go, these are the people that are in charge of education. They have to look up the word. You have to look up the word systemic. You don't know what the word systemic means. And what happened as a result of looking it up? It, they didn't change their mind. It didn't. No. It means an entire system is, is racist. Right. I'll give you some examples of a system that's racist. Um, how about the CCP? The Chinese Communist Party is systemically racist. You, they... It was just Chinese. <laughs> have you ever seen? You ever thought, think they'll ever have a black president, uh, a, a black prime minister, or whatever they call right. their leader? You know, their king, whatever they call it. <laughs> no, the the Ku Klux Klan is a systemically racist system. That that's what it means for a system to be completely racist. Right. Um, when, that their founding principles, like their yeah, their, everything their about principles, yeah, right. the principles, the policies, everything right. is racist. I mean, look at the United States of America. It's absurd say a country that has the number of different ethnicities in this country and we've had a black president we have a, a seemingly a black vice president we have you know or she's indian like the, the system could not possibly be racist when you have those things can you see uh, the kkk selecting a a leader that's black no <laughs> because it's systemically racist <laughs> so that's why so just back to the absurdity that uh, that uh, that is in our world is that sometimes um, you know we would just simply go okay let's let's address this thing about men and women you know man and and male and female let's see what the Bible says because it's absurd to think that there's seventy five different genders <laughs> so we just simply go to the Word of God we don't necessarily need to hear God's voice tell us that we we know it's absurd. And the Bible will support us. And there's so many other things. I, I've talked about this all the time that you could, if you have a business question, you can find it in the Bible. If you have a hiring question, you could probably find it in the Bible. If you have a relationship, you know, uh, whether it's at least a, guiding principles that, that you can find things in the Bible. It's, it's, uh, it's such a, a perfectly written uh, document, living document. That, uh, Amen. It, it's, it's where you're going to go to help you with some of these shenanigans that are going on in our world. So I'm sorry, it just really, this, this kind of brought up all the importance of, of, of listening to God and God will always set you straight. Amen. Learning his voice. Can we look at a couple of the passages here? Yes. Actually, there's actually, is there only one? Yes. <laughs> two Thessalonians two. All right, let's go. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering to him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come, unless the falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worship, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And now you know what it is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he's taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the work of Satan, 
with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they may all be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Stand fast, but we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the spirit and belief in the truth to which he called you by our gospel for the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you were taught, whether by word or epistle. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father who has loved us and given us everlasting consolation and good hope by grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Nice. So just to unpack the, the first part here with the... Yes. Uh, that Jesus doesn't come until mm -hmm. the Antichrist is revealed. And um, that Antichrist will be revealed, sitting in the temple of God, calling himself God. So some people claim that the falling away has already occurred. And this is where I go back to the issue of time, where mm -hmm. the falling away may have begun. It may be a period of time, exactly like the restoration of Israel and the regathering in Israel. Israel has been established by a law in 1948 but it's happening over a period of time as opposed to in a single day. So God's time for him, he has no time. So when he says it, it's done and it exists in eternity as finished and complete, but we experience it here on earth lapsed over hundreds of years, thousands of years. We don't know, but he's saying these things have to come to pass in this order for it to have occurred. Hmm. So for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. That's the whole that's the issue point. of time, right? That it's already at work. The, a lot of people believe the falling away has already started, but the definitive point of time of when the Lord Jesus Christ returns is that the Antichrist reveals himself um, and calls himself God in the temple. And then it goes on to say, uh, only he, God, who know who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Okay, so for the mystery of law, sorry, only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. That's the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So the belief is that that's the Holy Spirit he's referring to. And so to avoid controversy, I'm not going to say that there's a variety of different opinions, but in our doctrine, it is the rapture, the church, when it is removed, the Holy Spirit goes with the church. And that's when this all comes to pass. But a lot of people don't believe in the rapture and say that it's not, it's, it doesn't happen until they, the moment when Christ returns. There's a, there's a lot of different opinions about this. And then it says, and then the lawless one will be revealed. And the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. And that's, is that the one, is that also a, a mystery as to whether, not a mystery, but a, we have controversy whether we're going to be here to see it or exactly. watching from there. Exactly. Hmm. 
I still feel I want to be like in a glass bottom boat up above, looking down. Well, that's what the rapture would be. Yes, that's my desire. Yeah, did you say that? Did you tell me what you would rather have? Would you rather? Why would I want to live here during that? Kind of fun too. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! So don't even go back down if you're in the mountaintop. Don't even go back down and pick up some clothes. Run. <laughs> And, be, and pray to God you're not pregnant and it doesn't happen in winter. Mm. Oh, absolutely not. And were it not for the elect, he would, if he, if God did not ex, uh, shorten the time, everybody would have died. Oh, wow. Yes. I got a question about Moses too, but let's get to Daniel's uh, comment here. The Bible mentions money and finances over 2,500 times. Wow, wow cool statistic. <laughs> in Proverbs, God tells us how to steward our money. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for that, Daniel. 2,500 times? I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Stewardship, biblical stewardship is a very important concept. Mm. It's very important to God how we steward. That's the story of the talents, is that God expects who we give, to whom he gives much, much is expected. How did you steward what I gave you? Hmm. It's a, a thought that I... About Moses? Yeah, that Moses. <laughs> I'm just going to repeat this one part here. It says about Moses is that it took him 40 years to learn human wisdom, 40 years to know his helplessness, and 40 years to live in the power of God for 120 years. Do you, I mean, because God. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even think of it that way. That totals 120. Oh, I thought he was referring to the 40 years wandering in the desert in the wilderness mm -hmm. as just the 40 and he was using 40 repetitively as like a, as a linguistic style, as like a prose, but I didn't see 40, 40, 40 makes 120. Yeah. Mm. 120 years to teach that man. Fabulous. Okay. See it completely different than you. So my question, my, it's, this is, I don't expect an answer, but I just like, you think that, I mean, cause God knows everything. Yes. He knows the past, what's happening now. He knows the future. That Mo, this whole thing with Moses was was in. He knew. He knew it was going to take forty years in the desert. He knew it was going to take forty years for him to gain wisdom. He knew it was going to take forty years for helplessness, and, th and that's why he lived. That's why he, he lived for one hundred twenty years. He, he needed these examples. And why forty every time? So it's a very important um, spiritual number. Yeah, we, we hear that in a few different yeah. things, a few different places. So interesting. I can't wait to get up there and say, okay, now can you explain? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> can you explain this and why did you do that? Or that the and I knowledge. Just want to laugh. He goes, I don't know. I just wanted to make you guys think about it. Or that the knowledge is just revealed to us when we arrive. <laughs> Everything, the you know, minuscule parts of our brain that we use is suddenly open to this majestic reality of past, future, and present. Sometimes I wonder if that's God's you know, entertainment. It's just, you know, always being proven right. Like, oh, I knew they were going to do that. <laughs> that was going to happen. Yep. <laughs> just watch what's going on. All right. What else between the scripture and the devotional? Anything else come to mind that um, you, um, comes to your heart? I think Any that's the it. messages it's that we had in the last couple of days between Pastor Jack and. Wow. So much. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just, I, I'm stuck on this whole issue of time and understanding 
how to interpret God's time because it's a really um, it's a really complicated thing to try to understand and and it causes another thing I being around a lot of mature Christians means they have very firm opinions and again I'm not talking about Jesus being God incarnate the death re- uh, you know burial resurrection I'm not talking about the the clear irrefutable principles of the Bible. I'm talking about the mysteries. People get very dogmatic about the mysteries and they become like very forceful about their opinions about them. And so I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm just talking with God about that. Like what he, what he wants me to learn about um, having, cause you know, I, I, it, it's causing me a little bit of strife. <laughs> in this group because I'm thinking um I, I'm thinking that it's a it's a issue in the body of Christ that God wants me to walk through mm-hmm. for a reason. And so I'm very curious at how I'm supposed to come out of it because I'm thinking, oh no, at the end am I gonna be one of those people? It's pretty raptured. You know what I mean? It's pretty trip raptured, ask to me. And I mean it, but, you know, somebody like Pastor Jack, he has no doubt whether it's pre-trib rapture, like, mm-hmm. you know, and he'll teach it. Like, I wonder, will I get to the point where I believe this and this mm-hmm. is why I believe it and I'm able to defend it in the same capacity or even close to that capacity? Right. I don't know. It's yeah. just my musings in my brain is about those kind of things. Yeah, he's got great confidence in his, in his belief. Yes. And his conviction. Yes. uh, Awesome. And I mean, most people who teach it do, you know, that's where they're, they're coming out. Uh, Some people, and I guess during the um, uh, book of revelation conference, some of them did present the opposite arguments and then refuted them. Hmm. We do that in the law a lot. We're like, okay, they're going to respond with this. And this is my refutation of that response. Uh, to be able to defend their pre-trib stance, for instance. Awesome. Hooked on Jesus says, do you think 40 years represents an actual time span of 40 literal years or is a, or is it a Jewish idiom for in parentheses a long time? Interesting question. I personally think it's literal. Uh, this is, this is the issue of time, right? <laughs> is that when God talks about time, there are certain examples that are literal for us to understand um, things in history and others are over a span of time and they're not literal to earthly years. So I'm not going to say definitively that I know the answer to that, mm-hmm. but to me, I think he's referring to um, actual life years i've heard that brought up before there's a movie i sure wish i could remember the name of the movie i've been trying to find it ever since i maybe a day after i saw it i already forgot what it was called but this was years ago and what they talked about is that they believe and i don't know who they are they can be mormons for all i know uh believe that something and i'm just giving a number as an example that 100 years to us is one year to god oh yeah no there are those calculations one day to God is 100 years yes. in human life. Oh, did I get it right? That- it's one day to 100. Oh. So that's how, you know, if they carbon date a rock and stuff like that, how they get to that it's you know, hundreds of thousands of years old. Right. Where, you know, Bibles, you know, 
essentially saying this where Earth is like 3,000 years old. I mean, if we're 6,000, I think. Something like that. It's substantially different. Yes. <laughs> the millions and <laughs> millions of years yes. of the fossils. Yes. Yes. So that's, that's what that movie was addressing. And it was, a, it was a, 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 I think, I'm pretty sure a Christian based movie, but they had a whole, it was like half an hour on, on that aspect of the, the difference between our years and what God's years are like, especially early on in the beginning. Yeah. And I know that there is, um, specific biblical references for days being equivalent in human years that mm. God's very ex explicit about. I'm sorry, I don't know them off the top of my head, but I think that's another example of when he's referring to it'll be a day and a day and a half that it's 1500 years and that there's scholarship to defend that position. But, and that's why I think when he says 40 years instead of a day and a day and a half, he means 40 years, but yeah. Who am I to say? It's one of those mysteries in the mystery box. I mean, to us at least, <laughs> it's in our mystery box. Yes. <laughs> Somebody knows a definitive answer. Please come forth. Yes, yes. I don't know. I mean, there's so many things that I cannot wait to find out. Yes. You know, when I get up there, ask questions, and everybody will be asking questions. I mean, can you imagine? No, that? nobody, because the knowledge will be open to our hearts, oh, and we won't have uh, a single question. See, we're all gonna know. <laughs> We're going to have it's just, awesome it's just like a bodies. download. Yeah. It's just, just like, uh, it, I think it's an open, you know, because our, we only use what 10% of our brains. Oh, yeah. I think it's just the consciousness just opens to God. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Hey, Frank Lozano. He's hey, here. Hey, Frank. <laughs> Are you alive? <laughs> You're good. I'm so happy. He was, a, he's doing humanitarian relief in uh, Ukraine. Ukraine. Oh. Yes. Wow. How is that going, Frank? Yes, give us a little detail if there's a website or something that you and need Frank, to send us do to I see there. a bride in this picture? Did you get married? Looks like it. Andy, your mic's not on? It's not. Hello. Check one, two. Hello, hello. It shows the little gizmos going up and down. Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes I lean back. Yeah. And I've been trying. To, I, I lengthened out my mic here so it stays closer to my mouth. Get, there you go. Trying to get pinned in here. We're trying. Yeah, we got it. I think you should put the cushion back. So you're not, <laughs> so you're not able to move. He said Sorry, he, he felt boxed in. So yeah, tell us more what's happening there in Ukraine. And if you need any help or assistance or prayers or what it is you need, I'm sure you need lots of prayers for the people that you're probably uh, trying to help out there. Uh, love to hear more about that. Yeah. And congratulations on getting married. That's yeah. so exciting. Yeah. Okay. I hear him now. Oh yeah. It, it must've been when I was leaning back. Yes. I'm so sorry. I will stay close. Frank um, used to be on the radio. Oh, my God. Don't let me forget. Uh, 105.9, Frank Lozano. If you hear his voice, you will recognize it. Um, he was on the radio for, I don't know, two decades. Awesome. On uh, 105.9. Do you remember what the name of the station was? Oh. Yeah, I could just suddenly say, will you remind us, Frank, what uh, radio is? So he 5.5 was KLOS. I'd love an article in the Christian Post. Ah, it's so funny because I was just talking to my TV show uh, co-host. Power 106. Power 106, yes. yes. I know Power 106 and I probably listened to Frank. Lozano on the loose. Yes. It's all started to come to me now. <laughs> so when I met him, that's what I said. I was like, oh my God. My childhood. Close, but not Caro Cube. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, yes, I will definitely try to find a way of working it into an article. I ha I've, I've hesitated about writing about Ukraine because of what I said 
earlier, maybe you weren't on, but I just, the issues are so muddled. I've just avoided writing about it. Uh, I mean, I can write an issue about how muddled the issues are. I don't know about that, but um, I will do my best. Um, what, um, what, what do you know about what Frank is doing now? If you He's doing humanitarian relief in Uzbekistan. I mean, Uzbekistan, in Ukraine. <laughs> Are you pulling up the website? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to. Uh, food, kind of basic it. supplies. This is what Frank's passion project is. I don't know if he's doing it now full time, but uh, is just giving Bibles out, food. What I mean, he just goes to scary places and mm -hmm. goes on the ground and helps people for the love of Jesus. Awesome. I know he had a number of Bible projects too. Uh, it's missing the E in the Ukraine. Nope. We're going to post a link. Frank. Yeah. There we go. Sorry, we were tied. I can't type and talk at the same time. It's very difficult. It's a good thing I don't have gum in my mouth because I would have passed out. <laughs> Hold on, let me Come see. Come on, baby. I don't know if we need that other. Um, I don't know if we need the bit K part. Hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. Yes. Okay, we're what else? Bring you has to be a dot something. Oh, maybe you're having the same problems I am. I typed up <laughs> ukrainecrisisfund.org, Frank, and it's not coming up. It says the site can't be reached. So I, I don't know. Maybe your site got to yeah. hopepartners.org. Okay, so we're going to post that. Oh, there we go. That's easy to type. Make sure and get you the help that you need. I brought this up the other day because our, our issue, and, I, and I, I'm joining you in this thing, my, our issue is not with the Ukraine people and the right. soldiers of Russia that are being killed needlessly. It is the, the leadership of both these countries. That, now, we want to believe that Zelensky, that is his name, right? What does that sound funny? Yeah, Zelensky, yeah. Um, is, you know, better than Putin. <laughs> But some uh, things yeah. that I've learned lately about him and what was going on prior to that, I, I have some concerns, just like the idea. And so it, it, our, our issue is Amen. with the leadership, not with the people. The, the people Absolutely. definitely need help. And uh, Frank is doing God's work uh, when it comes to that. And we got to be saying prayers for these um, soldiers. There's Russian shoulders. Tens of all the soldiers, of, Ukrainian tens shoulders of thousands too. of them are being killed. The Russian Ugh, soldiers. It's terrible. Um, and put in the spy bin, they've been lied to about why they're there, apparently. We don't know if that's true either, but <laughs> that's what we're being told. Um, I don't know so what's true anymore. You got these people end of my nose. who are being used and killed and murdered, and in some cases, I've heard even raped. So um, these people are are suffering because of these two men. Um, and again, if Zelensky is doing the right thing, then bless him. But if some of the things that I've heard are true, then, uh, you know, he's, he's got some, he's got a hand in it uh, also. So, sorry, I didn't mean to get on the whole thing, but that, that's our concern. We don't want to jump on the bandwagon too quickly, uh, even though I did a little bit, but um, we have to pray for this. But people. your efforts are important, no matter what the politics of the yes. situation So this are. is the right side, right? Yes. Okay. So let's go ahead and bring the setup so you can see it when you're looking for it. Um, and it is. There we go. Oops. Man, it's fading out too quickly here. So, Hope Partners International. 
Have we seen Hope Partners for other stuff too? Not just for what's happening in Ukraine, right? It's an organization that does a lot of different things. Um, Hope Center is different places. Crisis yeah. refugees are now pouring into Constanta, Constanta, where the Romanian Hope Center is located, 60 miles from the border. Ukraine refugee relief. Awesome. Great website, Frank. No yes. surprise there. Frank also does websites. Oh. <laughs> Good job. A lot of work being done around the world by this organization. So make sure and visit uh, the website. And I'm looking for where's the part where you can donate. <laughs> It's oh, here, right here. You hit your donate button right here and uh, make sure and help Frank and the team uh, do what is doing what they're uh, doing there. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Um, what else do we have on here? You know, hold on. I just want to see if you knew. Hooked on Jesus? Yeah, you know hooked on Jesus? No. no. Do you know uh, Fatini? She's a new friend on Facebook. Awesome. Yes. Love that. Can't wait to learn more about Fatina. I wanted, wanted her to uh, let us know where she's watching from. That would be awesome to know a little bit about, a little bit more. You're welcome, Frank. You're welcome. Uh, Frank says, rescuing uh, children and transforming their lives in Jesus' name. Kenya, India, Sri Lanka. Amen. Right. Anything else, my love? I think that's it. Hey, make sure and be watching over at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. Um, we'll be attending church on Sunday. It'll be interesting to see if uh, there's more advertisement for the podcast. Uh, That'll be so cool. Oh, uh, goodness. Uh, all right. We have something else we want to make sure everybody knows about, and that is something extremely important. Yes. Truly, it will bless us if you would download the Edify app or go on the website, click subscribe to our podcast and let them know that we're loved. It <laughs> doesn't cost you anything. This is how you do it. This podcast is part of the Edify podcast network. Edify is a faith inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. Hey, how you doing? All right, my friends, we love you guys. Um, tell your friends, share. We have another comment. Jan says, God bless you. Good night. Good night, Jan. And good night. Thank you. Jan, and stay watching. safe, Frank. Yes. Definitely. Godspeed. We need you. Take care. Good night.